June is Pride Month. And in that vein, we have been exploring and having conversations with members of the LGBTQIA plus community. And our previous episode, we explored the Q. As it turns out, the Q stands for either queer or questioning. What the fuckery is questioning? Today, I have as my guest the lovely Emily Churchill, who is a fellow performing artist, and in true LA typical fashion, <laughs> she is a triple threat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> She's a writer, a phenomenal actress who makes me laugh. Uh, she's also a Reiki master. Interesting little fact there. And all of this to say that she is a well-rounded, three-dimensional human being who happens to have a very intriguing <laughs> history when it comes to her paramours, I should say, or sure. her love life, okay. her interests. Yeah. Emily, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love that. I'm so excited to have you here with me because I certainly didn't expect to find a cue for questioning human. Oh, really? Yeah. Because oh. I, I also think that teenagers uh, question. When you're going through puberty, you wonder. But when we met, we did a job together mm -hmm. fairly recently. Yeah. And we were talking. And when you said that, I thought that was so compelling. And since you're a very open person, I thought it would make sense to bring you on to share with the rest of the world uh, the possibilities. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. So yeah. I sort of came up with the word questioning and applied it to you based on what you will soon share and describe with the rest of us. Okay. But in my research, I also found that the possibility of you being described as someone who's pansexual mm -hmm. is a word. There's also omnisexual. There are a lot of terms now. Yeah. Yeah. And what's exciting with our times specifically is this movement to include everyone, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. it's still evolving. Just yeah. 10 years ago, it was just LGBT. Now we've got all these different acronyms that have been tacked on. Mm -hmm. So, Emily, yeah. I'm going to shut up now. Oh, <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> so, yeah, it's your turn. Okay. Do we start with the reveal? Mm. Well, I, you know, I did a one-woman show about this, <laughs> L.A. fashion, um, because it is such a journey. I feel like it's a journey. That's that's what I like to say is the journey. Um, but, yeah, it can take you through what happened and uh, time-wise, and then we can see. I'm Oh, we'll give the conclusion after I tell. That's, yeah. Okay. Right. That's good storytelling <laughs> from what I understand. <laughs> what ended up happening? Um, so I started out my life. Uh, pretty, I mean, I, I would consider myself straight. Um, and, uh, I dated men through high school. Well, 
didn't really date in high school. Isn't that fun? Um, but high school, college, um, and then I had my first boyfriend in Chicago. When I graduated college, I moved to Chicago. Um, so yeah, I uh, graduated college, um, dating men all through college. And then I moved to Chicago and um, started dating a guy. Um, and I think we were together for two or three years. We lived together for a time. And we we worked at the same restaurant um and one of my good friends was a girl and she was a lesbian and um we kind of all hung out in this group um of male and females how old were you around that time (laughs) i was 26 when it when it hit i guess you'd say no when you were working at the restaurant (laughs) oh when i was working i started when i was 21 21 okay so right out of college partying um (laughs) Really living it up in Chicago. Doing improv? Doing improv, studying at Second City, doing the whole thing that you do when you're funny, in quotes. Get up there and do Second City. Yes, you gotta do the funny. Um, So I was doing that, working, and then my my boyfriend at the time and I, we broke up. Um, He is such a sweetheart. Um, It was just not working out, and then... Shortly thereafter, my best friend, who was a girl, um, I started to have feelings for her, and she was she had already been dating women and whatnot, and um, it just kind of happened. And I think before then, before it actually happened, I was questioning all of it. I'm like, I don't know how to do anything. Like, I <laughs> I can't be a lesbian. I don't know anything about that. You know. Um, quick but, quick yeah, question. Yeah. So. When you said you started to develop feelings, I yes. think we all have dear friends, mm-hmm. especially women. We are already more open to the possibilities of uh, what can happen between two people. Uh, and some, were you at all, mm, I don't want to use the word confused. Yeah. Did you have feelings because you thought, what a wonderful friend. She's my best friend. She's like my sister. Or were you also experiencing a physical attraction to her? For instance, yeah. were you jealous if you saw her with someone else? Did you feel a particular way about? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely uh, more of the jealousy if she liked someone else. Um, it was definitely more of the feelings that I've had with men, except now it was with my best friend. And I literally did not have any other attractions to other women. It was just her. Um, and I have a lot of best friends. I have a lot of women that I'm really good. I'm still very close with, but I've never been attracted to them the way I was my ex-girlfriend. Um, but it is a bit of a mind fuck <laughs> since we're uh, saying that here. Um, it is a bit of a mind fuck because um, I I have had women, um, Ooh, sorry. I have had women feel rejected because I wasn't sexually attracted to them. And I was like, well, I just love her. (laughs) So it's like, I didn't understand. I don't know. I don't know if it's, I didn't understand the whole concept of being gay. I do think that that is a, is a thing. Uh, because I remember this was in 2000. Oh gosh. 2002 to 2000, oh gosh, 2011. So this was kind of before all the things that have been happening now. And I remember at the time I felt very discriminated against in the gay community because I was not quote unquote being a lesbian. So they thought you were just curious, exploring, yes, having an adventure. 
Uh, I think, or they would call me bi, which is a real bad word in the gay community. They don't like bi people at all, at least from my experience. This is all my experience. Um, and so I would feel very, um, oh gosh, I felt like I was in high school again around uh, the gay community because I was like, oh, but I love my girlfriend and but still you're not accepting me as being part of your community. part of your community yeah so here's yeah. the question yeah did you have to profess your attraction slash like to her or did she know did she pick it up did she flirt with you i want the story the story yeah she's a huge flirt like she is a player <laughs> um and uh, gosh, we laugh about it now, uh, cause we're still really good friends. Um, but no, I mean, she is a flirt and I, I mean, I think in my twenties I was more of a flirt to everyone also. Um, but no, we just, we were best friends and we just started hanging out more often because it was just me and, um, you know, I was not with my boyfriend anymore and, um, it was just me and, and, and you know, she wasn't dating anyone. And so we just hung out and, uh, where did it, oh, it happened near a bathroom at a gay bar in Chicago. <laughs> this was pre or post cocktails? This, oh, post. <laughs> yeah, it was post. It was for sure uh, one of those nights where we were partying, drinking, and I'd been wanting it to happen all night. I was like, oh gosh, maybe this is the time, right? But I was like, oh, but I don't know how to, how to come on to her. <laughs> Even though we were best friends, like I didn't know how to bridge that gap or whatever. And it just happened. This is the thing that I will tell everyone that is questioning uh, or haven't, hasn't taken the leap yet. When you love someone, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that I've never had sex or I had sex with a woman or not before. When you love someone, you just figure it out. And that's, that's one thing I found out that I was, I was so scared until it happened. And then I was like, oh, Oh, okay. <laughs> so once yeah. it happened, yes. was there a need to then come out officially to mm -hmm. friends, to family, or did you just yeah. show up with your BFF and say, oh, she's officially my girlfriend now? I don't know if we actually ever said that at first. Um, I remember it being, uh, a little bit of a, uh, not as open as it is now. Like we, she didn't want to hold hands while we were walking down Michigan Avenue because, you know, it wasn't, um, really accepted at the time, which is so weird to think. Cause I, I was in love. I didn't care who knew. Um, <laughs> um, so I don't feel like it was a huge coming out thing. I didn't tell my parents for quite a while though. Um, I do remember that. Um, and that's, that was really the only thing that I remember having to come out was to my parents. What was that like? Interesting. Sure was. It was real interesting. Um, are they also, did they live in Chicago? Do they live? No, I'm from Springfield, Illinois. Oh, middle of the state, not near Chicago. Uh, meaning very rural. Okay. So they don't, yeah. The LGBTQ business. Oh, what? Incredibly foreign. I get yes. it. Yeah, especially then too. Yeah. Um, so, and I should tell you that my uh, parents have been divorced since I was one. So I... Um, so you could blame that on the divorce. Because <laughs> I could. Ooh. You should have. <laughs> Why didn't you think of that? I didn't think of it's that. It's your fault. <laughs> oh, that's funny. 
Um, so yeah, my parents were divorced when I was one. My dad uh, was on his fourth marriage. Um, he's been married since, but um, no, he was on his fifth marriage. I'm sorry. My dad's fourth marriage, that wife is pretty much my mom. She's my parental figure. Okay. So really I had two moms to tell and my dad and my dad's fifth wife, she never knew. And I don't think cared. So, um, that's okay. Love and light. Um, and so who did I tell first? Oh, I told my dad first. I did. Um, and it was about three years in. So I'd been dealing with this whole thing about three years. Um, uh, I, I do believe I took her home once and, you know, they just saw it as my best friend. And so I was like, okay. Um, and so we were in the car or in his truck driving down the 91 <laughs> into Chicago. And I was just so excited. And I was just like, dad, I'm in love with a girl. And, uh, he turned to me and said, well, I've never been good with women because he was on his fifth marriage, but I mean, he's good with women. Well, he's it's good with getting married. That's for sure. He's good with committed. <laughs> yes, I love that. I mean, he's a, he's a woman's man. Like he's a womanizer. Some credit. He knows what he's doing. Yes, he does. Um, and he said, I hope you have better luck, uh, with them than I have. And let's not tell the family. Ooh. And so we never told the family. No one ever. And I was like, okay. You know, at the, at the time, I just didn't think of it being that big a deal. I was like, I love her and I think she loves me. And so we're just doing this. And so it didn't really matter as much. I'm assuming that if I was planning on marrying and, and having children, it would have, we'd have to come to the terms of, okay, we have to tell people. Um, so yeah, I told my dad and then I told my biological mom. She, she's kooky anyway, but she was like, I knew it, Emily. I knew it. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what did she know? That you were probably into women or that when you brought your friend as a best friend home, you weren't fooling anyone. She was on to mm, you. I think it's the latter. Mm -hmm. I do. Yeah. Um, cause she wasn't as shocked and she's, she definitely was not, she was like, oh, okay, that's fine. You know, wasn't shocking and she was cool with it. Um, and then, um, my sister was there at the same time, my half sister. Um, and I really don't know how she took it <laughs> to be honest, poor thing, but we're really close now. Um, and can we call her and ask her? Oh gosh, right now? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Actually, wouldn't that be funny if we stopped everything, put her on speaker and, and just ask, oh, that would be, that would be, I wonder what she would say. I know. We'll have to find out. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, and then Claire. Uh, oh, is that okay if I said her name? It's entirely up to you, okay. And Claire. Okay, Claire <laughs> is a common name. We don't it have is. to say her last name. No, um, but she's my parent. She's my um, mom in in that sense. And I told her later on after the fact. And once again, like I didn't feel that I wasn't accepted on her end either. Um, I think she was more hurt that I didn't tell her before. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then you had no shame around it, it sounds like. Mm -mm. You were incredibly comfortable. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. bring us to the end and the big reveal. Oh, the big reveal. So, oh, 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 before we do that, yeah. at any point prior to that, did you experiment at all? When you were in <laughs> high school, perhaps, or even middle school, did you ever kiss a girl and liked it? or No. Never. Not it's really. So I know it is. It's interesting. I mean, I do have to say I was 
a really big basketball player <laughs> and softball player. So there might have been attractions, but I didn't play on them and I didn't kiss anyone. So there was that. Like now looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, I was pretty into basketball all year round. <laughs> and not that that means anything, but I just remember like having feelings for other girl basketball players. And I, at the time I just didn't, I don't know, I guess I was questioning and didn't realize I was questioning or didn't think that was an option. I do think it's, it's unfortunate that uh, maybe it's part of the evolution of the society or humans, Yeah, but there is this pressure to have to pick something to Mm. identify as, see what I mean? Yeah. Like, we need to fit in a drawer in a file cabinet somewhere. What are you? Who are you? Right? Yep. yep. But it also seems like the folks coming now, Generation mm-hmm. Z. So with Generation Z, they seem to be, well, they use the word gender fluid a lot. Yes. But super open, refuse to be put in a box. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But... That's a whole different topic and perhaps with someone from that generation. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we weren't as, I don't think my generation is as fluid. We were trying. I think we were the generation before, the the more open generation. Mm -hmm. Even though I feel like I was pretty open, but I didn't have language. That's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. I didn't have the language. It's amazing. Language language is very, can be very inclusive or divisive. Mm -hmm. Yes. Agreed. (laughs) Yeah. So back to your story. Yeah. Yeah. So you end up with this friend Mm -hmm. for how long and how was the relationship fulfilling? Oh. Did you find a future (laughs) together? Yeah. I mean, it was, I would have to say it is one of my great loves. So it was, you know, very loving, um, but it was very tumultuous, um, very dramatic, but it was also during my 20s. So not only is it could be just women on women, um, but it could it was also in my 20s. And I feel like in our 20s, we're a bit more dramatic about life events than we are when we get older because mm-hmm. we realize, okay, the world is not ending. <laughs> I am going to be okay. I will get through this. And in your 20s, you don't see that. <laughs> You're like, oh, God, the world is ending right now. Um, so, Yeah. It was, it was interesting. It was, I'm so glad I went through it. Being out of it, I realized, you know, I went through that journey for a reason. How did yeah. you, did it end naturally, abruptly, when you say now that you're out of it? Did you leave? Oh. What, <laughs> did what, I say that? Yeah. yeah. First of all, it's interesting. We, um, we were on and off for eight years. Um, and I think we were together for four years while I was in Chicago. And then I moved to L.A., she stayed back um, and we tried the long distance. I would say we tried for a year to two years, which long distance is hard in general. Uh, so that was not the easiest. Um, and then I – so throughout the eight years, we would be on again, off again. And um, that was hard. Um, did you ever live together, cohabitate? We did not. Yeah. No, we did. You we did not. Well, now that. Did it occur to you that that, <laughs> that happens between people? 
Well, I did very quick. I've always moved in very quickly with men, but with her, which is interesting because they always say the U-Haul, you know, second date, the lesbians bring the U-Haul. But that didn't happen with us. Oh, you didn't? So when I see a U-Haul, I'm like, are you, is this the second date? Yes. Yeah. You you ladies, is this the second one? Because I get what's happening. Um, Yeah. That's the lingo. No, we never lived together. Um, So you split up because of. Oh, gosh. Mm. <laughs> there was definitely infidelities happening. Uh, on your end or both? Not on my end. Um, no, on her end. Um, you knew she was a player, though. I did. Mm. I knew what I was getting into. Oh, good. Right? And, yeah. like, thinking now, I'm like, Em, you knew what was going on. Um, but I loved her and so I just went with it but um it was it was painful throughout the relationship it's painful because she was my best friend and falling in love with your best friend is it's a whole new ball of wax it's not like falling in love with uh at least in my opinion it's not like falling in love with a guy who you start dating because right at the beginning you know that's where you want to end up right if you're starting on a date you know okay we're both in this for a date but if it's your best friend, you've been best friends for two or three years, and then it happens, it's it's really hard to fathom. Because being a girl, you're like, why is this other girl doing these things to me? Right? We don't really, at least me at the time, was like, why would she do that? We have gender. See, it's so interesting because it's ingrained in us yes. how we are supposed to be because we are feminine, because we are masculine, because we are in between. Yeah. So it's interesting because you think yeah. women are supposed to be the softer, kinder, perhaps more intuitive, more empathetic sex, mm-hmm. but it isn't necessarily true. No, I don't it's not. It's not. Yeah. So <laughs> Such a shock. Your separate ways. We have. And you rebound by being with a, who came after? I should say. Oh yeah. So we. So we dated for about three or four years in Chicago. Then I moved out here and it was about two years. And then at that point, I was like, I got to date other women. I got to check this out, the whole thing. And so I dated three other women. This is in L.A.? In L.A. I became a player at that time. It was called revenge sex. Is that what was happening? It did actually feel very vengeful um no it was, it was a great time uh it was very exploratory uh i felt like i was in my power and at uh, that yeah. point were you did you identify as lesbian strictly lesbian or you were i was trying you were trying i was i feel like i was trying but all the relationships did not match up to her and i and so it was hard because I didn't have my full heart in the other relationships. And um, so I was being the one that was kind of, you know, one foot out the door from the beginning. Um, I remember going on my first date with another woman and I literally cried so hard afterwards because it wasn't her. And so I was like, okay, (laughs) got to get through this. Um, And, you know, after dating several other women, uh, my ex and I finally did get back together um, is it still long distance? Or did you still long distance. But we did, I mean, I traveled more back and forth, but yeah, we were both, I was living here. She was still living there. And um, it was great, but it wasn't the same. And I think we had both grown up 
in that time. And I eventually had to say, we have to end this. Um, and that's where it ended. It, it ended. She had just visited me. And then like a week after I was like, I'm really sorry, but I have to end this. Um, and I never thought that I would be the one to end it. Cause I always felt, I always felt like I was the one chasing her throughout the whole relationship. So to be honest, I don't know if it's, it, I don't think it matters if it's two girls, two guys, guy and a girl. I always feel like they're, if there's one ch- always chasing and one always leaving, that's something to be looked that's at. not exactly a recipe for a successful Right. Yeah. So where so that So that happened. I am now married to a man. Ooh, what? <laughs> I know, right? You went back? I went back. I started batting for the other team again. I know. It's like a flip-flop. All right. So how (laughs) does... See, this is where the what the fuckery happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, three lesbian relationships later. Yes. Yes. Four. 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 So you're walking down the street one day? Yes. Paint a picture. Paint a picture of it. I think it was after the last time I told my ex that we have to end it. I was like, I need some, pe- I need some penis again. I need to try some penis again. <laughs> I'm team penis again. I miss the penis. <laughs> I mean, that's the best the way I can explain it because I was really just like, okay, this. I'm not working out with the women right now. Maybe I should try guys again. I don't know. <laughs> so that's what started the whole thing. Yeah. So, well, it, it's an interesting story because I, um, one of my friends, uh, was a psychic and, um, I, I don't believe like hardcore in them, but this is interesting. So I had not been dating men at the time, but I was thinking about it and she's doing the reading and she's like, you have a lot of men around you. And I was like, oh, really? And she's like, yeah, she's like, your soulmates out there. And I'm like, what, what really? And she said, yeah, his name is starts with a G, George. And I was like, oh, well, you know, side note, my um, ex-stepfather's name was George. And so I was like, oh, it can't be George. I would never marry a George. <laughs> and uh, so we named him Greg. Uh, we're like, whenever we talk about my soulmate, uh, we'd talk about Greg. Uh, fast forward to me writing my one-woman show about this that is called Where Are You, Greg? And my husband is in the audience, and his last name is George. Um <laughs> Very weird and cool at the same time. Um, so he knew from seeing my show what he was getting into, the whole thing. Did he ask, uh, was this truth or fiction, dear? He didn't. He's never asked he me that. It yeah. A person show about your life. Yeah. Your experience. Okay, so obviously you didn't know he was sitting in the audience. So what happens? Yes. Show ends and he is begging for an autograph. Well, not exactly. Um, we were in another show together at Second City at the same time. So he, we were doing that show. He came to see my show with the other people in the cast um, from the Second City show. And we, I don't think we actually got together. And our, our anniversary is Halloween, uh, October 31st. So I think it was after our shows had ended. But we were flirting. And he told me his birthday. And I have a our birthdays are three days apart. And so we're the same sign. <laughs> this is so woo woo. We're the same sign. But when he told me that, I just was like, oh, I got to get this. Like, <laughs> I just streamed the line it. I was just like, this is him. <laughs> so yeah, I think I took the reins. I have to say, I'm, I'm probably the you one were that the aggressive I one. think I was the, yeah. Did you ask him out? Uh, yes. Oh my 
I think I did. Okay, tell me your place to did you go ahead and get on a <laughs> you would think um but no he he actually proposed to me how soon after let's see year and a half wow. we were in mexico it was our last day i was so grouchy he wanted to take pictures and i'm like oh my god i just want to get on the bus and go to the airport and the reason he wanted to take pictures he was dressed really nice here i'm in yoga pants i'm like what is he doing like i was just so annoyed by the whole thing and he literally gets on one knee in the middle of the mexican like i don't know where we were it was beautiful though and he proposes and i look at him like what are you doing <laughs> and i'm like oh my god it's such a beautiful moment here i'm questioning everything of course but um yeah he's he proposed and you said yes right away i did i was like yes yes get up <laughs> People are looking. <laughs> yeah, an actor doesn't like to be looked at. Oh, oh my I guess gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm an introvert, except for when I need to work. Yes, me yeah, too. Otherwise, I'm like, team, leave me alone. Leave me alone, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. The worst punishment is to tell me you don't want to speak to me again, ever. Oh. Oh, really? Oh. Oh, wait a second. Tell me. Wait. <laughs> It's so true. Right? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Wow. What a journey. Yeah. So now you've mm -hmm. been married how long? Two years in November. So a year and a half right now. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And it's going well. And It's great. You're no longer questioning. Oh. I mean, he's my partner. That's, I mean, that's really all I can say. I don't even like, I mean, saying husband, because, you know, when you when you get married, there are certain things where you just say, oh, my husband. And it's weird to say husband. I just feel like he's my partner. He's my partner in life. Um, he just happens to be a guy. Um, yeah. And he's 100% straight? Yes. I've asked him. <laughs> I'm so paranoid, right? I'm like, are you sure? He, he yes, he's 100% male and he's 100% straight. Um, and and I, I think that's one thing that is good about our relationship because I have been so fluid, I guess you'd say. Uh, um, and he has also been put in the situation where he could have in the past when he was younger. And he's like, it's just not in me. Which I like. I yeah. like being able to say that you could have and you didn't. Then You're solid. Like, yeah. You know what to expect. You know what to expect. You and you know what you want. Yeah. You go into a party with him and you look around. You pretty yeah. much know what he's going to look like. Yes. Yeah. Which is great. I, I love it. Yeah. expectations sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes. Not all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What a journey. Now, has he ever wondered and um, questioned whether or not you may go back or this is? Yeah. Yeah. No. He's, just he's never. He's never. It's no. Not. He just thinks this is in her past. She's done. Or it just doesn't matter to him. He just knows this is my soulmate. This is the woman I love. This is who I want to spend the rest of my life with. I think that's how we both feel because it's weird that we haven't really... He hasn't had a discussion. No. Yeah. It wasn't an issue. It wasn't like, well, let's go to counseling before. And... Perfect. Yeah. I it's just. Right, it's right. I, it? And that's how it feels. It just feels right. It feels like we're good partners, not only in our life, but in our careers. And yeah. That's surprising. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's great, but it is. Yeah. You realize, whoa, I'm so lucky to have that, right? Because there could be a lot of people that do question and wouldn't want to be with someone that has been with both. Um, so, yeah. 
which I get that. I don't, I don't, I don't think I can handle that. <laughs> Isn't that awful? If the shoe were on the other foot, you go, I don't know about this. Right. Yeah. Well, to thine own self be true, right? Yeah. Emily. Yes. This was wonderful. Oh, thank you. You too. I love this. Thank you. Yeah. Do you have any advice for someone who mm. may think or are questioning yeah. anything they need to think about? Or do they just wait for one day to wake up and go, I miss the penis. <laughs> I'm just going to go get back to the penis. Oh, I love that. Um, I, I would say, I know this is going to sound so corny, but I would say follow your heart because that is what I did both with my ex-girlfriend and that's what I did with my husband. And it's when we put so much on the thinking that it got mucky. Um, but when like, I just went for it with her, you know, even though it was tumultuous, the love was there and there wasn't, you know, any hesitation. And same with my partner. When I met him, I was like, Oh no, this is it. This is, this is what it's supposed to be. So I say, follow your heart and trust that it will happen. There's it's just, no matter how old you are, I feel like don't worry about what other people think or say to you, do what you want to (laughs) do. Do what you want to do. Yeah, do you. Do you. <laughs> yeah. Do you be you. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. On that note, this concludes our episode on questioning. Thank you, Emily. Thank you. And listeners, if you have any comments or questions or you have a particular topic you'd like for me to explore, uh, there is now in the show notes a link that allows you to leave me a voice message super interesting. I know a lot of us prefer to text. And since I can't give out my number for texting, I will suggest Instagram where you can DM me. And that's at Bougie Dilemma, B-O-U-G-I-E-D-I-L-E-M-M-A, but also in the show notes. And of course, you might wonder, well, why not just have an Instagram called What the Fuckery? Truth is, I cannot handle one more account. Seriously. Um, but you can hashtag what the fuckery some of you have. And just let me know how I'm doing. Why not? Thank you. And uh, we'll meet again soon. Bye.